Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Oh my god, hi. Welcome to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. Captain Marvel has arrived. I am joined again by Miranda Rosas and Kennedy Baldwin, and we are discussing the first female-led superhero movie in the MCU, Captain Marvel. I am so excited. Captain Marvel shares the story of a long-standing war between the Kree, which is a race of aliens who all look like they would snap their fingers at a waiter, and the Skrull, a race of aliens who could turn themselves into anybody at all, but most often choose old white people. <laughs> Lol. Without further ado, here we go. Today we're talking about Captain Marvel. First and foremost, we have to start these podcasts asking, Are I'm going to start with you, Miranda. Are you mm. a Marvel fan? Do you watch these Marvel movies, or was this the only one you've ever seen? Or sort of goes the rundown. So, I... I am not, and I have watched the, like, out-of-nowhere Marvel movies. And so it's like, I think I've watched Ant-Man. I think I've watched Infinity Wars, having no previous, like, don't know anything. (laughs) Oh, thank God. If you, if no, if you want to see Infinity War, you actually only need to see Ant-Man before that. Yeah. So, good thing. I've definitely watched, like, some Spider-Man, but there's too many Spider-Man for me to keep up with. I'm like, wait, there's, like, a fourth version? Yeah. And then... What's the other? I've definitely seen. Um, oh my god, um, a <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. I've seen like some Iron Man, mm. and so, but yeah, there's there's a lot that I do not know, and it's and I'll let I'll we'll get into how I feel about Marvel. We'll okay. get into it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you, Kennedy? Uh, I'm I'm a big fan. I've seen this past March. Uh, I had seen most of them, but uh, this past March, me and Joelle went and watched like all of them i think we skipped we skipped iron man 3 because i don't care about iron man and so no. i was like I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to give him a third movie yeah uh but other than that we've seen you know we've done wandavision loki not not uh that one with uh the winter soldier and falcon that's boring we didn't do oh. that one but Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. I, like, yeah, that's the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing around opinions pretty early on. I don't care. <laughs> Also, it's What's so the Falcon one? It's so funny you say the fourth version of Spider-Man, Miranda, because the other day Andy and I were talking, and I well, first of all, the other day I was a little high, and I said, "Has every white male actor played Spider-Man or Batman at some point? Why is it like? Why do we keep it restarting is, these two? It is so true. And then it's like, and it's always that's the thing for me that like Marvel people are always like, yeah, you gotta get into it. And then I'm like, but I'm so confused. What is with Spider Man? 
Who do I follow? You can't get over that. <laughs> Who is the real Spider-Man? Which one is it? Yeah. Do you, I remember when Iggy Azalea and Azalea Banks came out at the same time, and I was like, who is who? I Two Azaleas at the same... It went from zero Azaleas for the history of the world, and then on one Wednesday, two Azaleas. Two Azaleas. Yeah. <laughs> we and couldn't even have a week break? <laughs> it was wild. You and I have a oh real difficulty God. with meeting twins. We're like, what is this? <laughs> Who are you? And get a tattoo. You? One of you get a tattoo. <laughs> uh, well, let's jump right into this movie because this movie is long. Um, and, well, before we before we jump in, how do we feel about this movie at the top? Like general feeling. Like what can I expect from you as we go through this plot? <laughs> oh, I loved it. I thought it was a great time. I like. I, I'm also like I love superhero movies in general, and I'm a I'm a fucking sucker for anything that is like targeted at me like <laughs> that's like hey that's like hey you're a lady we're gonna have this lady do uh really strong stuff and i'm like oh my god yes i know do strong stuff i am too and i'm not even a lady <laughs> I, that's so funny <laughs> I I wonder if it's because I really don't watch that much Marvel, but I was like, it started. And what was funny about me is I was watching it and there was that moment that I was like, oh my God, like the strong lady. Like I went through waves of like some moments. I'm like, wow, how did they get so close so fast? The plot really <laughs> quickened. And then like I'm like Samuel Jackson and and this lady are like laughing in the plane together after he totally like just like ratted her out. And, and he's like, sounds like classic us, right? And I'm like, what you just met? <laughs> and then, but then she's like, has so you like, can't believe in the movie. <laughs> no fucking way yes exactly <laughs> her being able to eventually fly with fire i was like yeah believable but <laughs> their, their relationship wasn't possible for me <laughs> but i will i will agree that i'm like it was it was like it was such a mix for me that i was like there were moments where i was like ah and then I was the sucker for, I was like, look at this strong woman doing yeah. these strong things. Yeah, I uh -huh. love this. I loved this movie. This movie got a decent amount of flack from like incels who live in basements. Um, <laughs> but it is a good I movie. I wrote one thing about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's jump right into the plot. And then, as always, feel free to interrupt me if there's anything... Um, of import or funny or any just thing you want to point out. In 1995, the Cree Empire Capital Planet Hala Star for Okay, so sometimes when I read these sentences in these in these freaking Wikipedia bios, I can't figure out what the nouns and the adjectives and the things are because it's so full of like crap. Like in 1995 on the Cree Empire's capital planet of Hala, Star Force member Veers suffers from amnesia and reoccurring nightmares involving an older woman. <laughs> and that title is like, that's just the title of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Okay, so, so, um, uh, Captain Marvel is on uh, is she has these nightmares with where a net bending just shows up. Um, 
Jan Rog, who is Jude Law. Jude Law. By the way, oh England, yeah, I was looking at the IMDb because I have something for later. Also on Wikipedia, <laughs> Jude Law is dead last in the rankings of like. <laughs> <laughs> Like he actually the, plays a pretty major role. In yeah, it. the blue lady with a gun is higher yeah. than him. <laughs> Jan Rog, the lady with the gun. Jan Rog, uh, her mentor and commander, trains Veers on how to control her ability, and he starts saying this thing that we hear throughout the movies: like, as a good soldier, you need to be able to control your emotions. Your emotions are your enemy. And then they also make her meet with the Supreme Intelligence, which is like this internet hookup, like this Wi-Fi connection that people like stand in. <laughs> and then they go into mm-hmm. this plane and the spiritual or the super intelligence, Supreme Intelligence takes the form of whoever they like want to like who it takes the form of is really important because it's like integral to you. And it's like somebody you really want to see or something. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And they also at this time have about like they are the Cree. All these people in these matching uh, leather suits are the Cree, and um, their enemies are the Scrolls. These like shape shifting people. During a rescue mm-hmm. mission, an undercover operative infiltrates a group of Scrolls, alien shapeshifters from whom the Cree are at war. Veers is captured by Scroll Commander Talos, a probe. Of Veer's, oh, then they probe into Veer's memories and they start seeing these flashbacks of Annette Benning, who shows up as the Supreme Intelligence. This essentially, Annette Benning is some person from her past. So let's start from the beginning. I liked some things I liked. I loved, um, I love this world that they're in. I love her powers. Her powers look so cool. I've never seen like, visual effects done like that where it looks Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. her powers kind of look similar to like either if you put your eye up to like a kaleidoscope mixed with when you can when it's really hot and you can see waves coming off the pavement do you know what i mean yes absolutely yes yeah 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 i think her powers are so cool and i also like again like with like the with the like hand-fisted like this is what women are treated like because like he's just like you have to control your emotions don't be a crazy bitch and it works on me every time i'm like no let her feel it <laughs> she let her she trust her to gut. feel everything <laughs> she deserves it yeah this is i will say i really really liked that and we're spoiling i mean spoiler alert yeah, we're, gonna spoil we're just gonna be jumping around i like that they yeah. like the message of this movie is that her emotions are her strength because so often i think <gasps> when so women, true when women are like made to be strong in movies they remove they do two things one they always say like no you gotta be like stoic like a man you gotta be stoic your emotions are an issue. yes and then two they mm-hmm. also like remove femininity as though like femininity and strength are diametrically opposed mm-hmm. yes um mm-hmm. i just watched black we did the black panther episode yesterday and okoye is like jumping around in a ball gown and it's so gorgeous and mm-hmm. so strong and beautiful i feel the similar whenever i watch her like fighting and she feels one she never <gasps> hesitates she like jumps into everything immediately she doesn't second guess herself and two i like that mm-hmm. the message is like no your yeah. emotions are like what make you strong 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I just remember Black Panther was another movie that I watched. I watched, <laughs> okay. I watched all the hot ones. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, Black Panther, <laughs> Infinity Wars, and Ant-Man. Shut up, go also, I think all three came out in one year, so maybe maybe it was that year that they had those um, <laughs> cinema pass cards where you could go for free. <laughs> yeah, movie pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> wow, rest in peace, movie pass. Also, this is the first time I've ever thought Jude Law was hot. He, I find him <gasps> attractive in this movie. Okay, whereas I usually think Jude Law is hot, and in this movie I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, not really into it this time. What does that say about you and I? I think it says that I like men who look scary. Sometimes Andy and I will sit around and we'll be like, so something we've just learned this year, I'm fucking 30, something we just learned this year is that the men that gay men find attractive are not typically the men that women find attractive. And Andy and I are like, why is that? Like, what's the difference there? Or like, why can't we, we were talking about it. And then I had a, realization and i'm not saying that this is true for everybody but i am saying i do think this is pretty common where i'm like oh we tend to be attracted to men who women would look at as like a danger <laughs> like we don't have to factor in danger <laughs> i was gonna yeah, say that yeah. he looks a it little makes... <laughs> problematic yeah yes Roy like, yeah. yeah it's so true but I thought it was like, hot as hell. The whole time is like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole literally there to be like, I'm going to control you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then he has like those like contact, like the color contacts in his eyes. And I'm like, he's like controlling me and also like tripping on acid. And what's he, <laughs> like, what's, what's, what's he got going on over here? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was attracted as hell to the squirrel. <laughs> I was like, let me get a little bit of squirrel in my life. <laughs> I mean, honestly, because they can be whoever you want. Exactly. I, I was, I was like, if there's any, because down to the DNA, like down to mm-hmm. like, they could turn into literally anybody that they've seen and be like, you would know exactly. It was that was crazy to me. And I also like mm-hmm. the kind of like what they said that um, there's like that little loophole that it's like they have your most recent memories. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so interesting. So it's like, I wonder how far those most recent memories go to. You know, it's like, is it a mm-hmm. time span of like three weeks, a year, or what? They're like, they're like, they have memories of cats. <laughs> they're like walking around, they're like, you're my friend, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're in the bodies yeah that's so cool well when we meet them we meet them like so they go on this mission where they're trying to get some guy back um yes. and mm-hmm. essentially the we kind of learn here that um captain marvel is a little bit of a not a hothead but she's a little bit like yeah, i'm just gonna go in and see what happens yeah um mm-hmm. she hops in first of all she goes into this cave she looks over and there are two people who are like in the cave <laughs> They don't even interact. They don't say anything to one another. They're just like, hey, <laughs> going to the back of the cave. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and then 
all the weapons and everything. I another thing I really liked to this is like I like when all the weapons in these Marvel movies are all like kind of on the same page and you kind of get a feel of like oh this oh, whole like there's this science world. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I do really like that. Oh, sorry, Dem, what you're oh, saying? Nothing important. <laughs> I do. That is something that I really I am like liking about the Marvel world is that idea of like this is a world and these are the rules of this world and they like and how how that and everybody's like oh yes don't you know this this is how it is and to me it's yeah i really yeah i like that oh it was really important that i said that Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked yeah, it. No, anyway, it's talk about that squirrel dick, am I right? You know it's wild. You know it looks funky. And then that oh, can change to anything you want. Heck yeah. I also love when they do, you do alien. Like you were with uh, a, do you think if you were with one of the scrolls and like you kept like like every time that you were gonna sleep together you kept asking them to be anybody but themselves they'd get sad? I think so. Oh yeah. I think about that. I don't know why. Every time I <laughs> when I see anybody who's shape shifting in a movie, I am, my brain immediately goes to sex. My brain immediately goes to, yeah. oh, I would do that and then I would look like whoever I wanted. <laughs> but then I'm like, that is kind of fucked up. It's also like kind of fucked yeah. up to like be able to know what someone looks naked like naked if they don't want you to know, <laughs> you know what oh. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. like it's a little pro- i mean granted i'd probably still do it but like i would keep yes. it a secret <laughs> i wouldn't be like out in the streets <laughs> yeah. like yeah. anybody want to fuck harry styles <laughs> like, like you know what i mean Ooh. and then i bet if they get someone pregnant because they are shared dna that baby yeah. is technically oh. Harry Styles. Oh my god. Wait, that that's so true. Too much. Yeah, those are the <laughs> That's really what we took from this film. <laughs> so we really we really focused on the scrolls. <laughs> Uh, what about their life (laughs) yeah yeah. so um they kidnap this they kidnap uh captain marvel Mm -hmm. and they start going through her memories and Mm -hmm. one thing that i was a little bit interested with like i love the way that they go through her memories i love the way her memories like tell her story in this film oh yeah um -hmm. i liked i mean she was really upset but i was also like Girl, they're getting to the bottom of this. Like, they kind of, yeah, they know what your history. Don't you like, wouldn't you just try, fake sleep for like 10 more seconds just to figure out, like, okay, what was my first name? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just uh, uh, Veers. Where am I at in this plot? Oh, here we go. Veers is captured by the scroll commander Talos. Uh, probe of Veers' memory leads them to Earth. Veers escapes and crash lands in Los Angeles in a blockbuster. Her presence attracts S.H.I.E.L.D. agents Nick Fury and Phil Coulson, who investigate as interrupted by a scroll attack. Veers recovers a crystal containing her extracted memories, and the ensuing chase with Fury kills a scroll impersonating Coulson. I love this subway fight scene. Oh, oh yes. so fun. The fighting with the grandma? Are you kidding? <sighs> that, that is was... genius. And also <laughs> something that I was like, what a fun experience for like the multitude of 
actors that got to play this scroll. You know, like it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh wow, this is like you're you're um employing so many people. Yeah. It's like, all right, we need a whole new actor to be this scroll again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which I thought was really fun. Yeah, I like the. I mean, the grandma was agile. She was, <laughs> she was doing a capoeira. She was doing like yeah. parkour in that. She was everywhere. And to the point, also, like when the people on the train, like they, you know how they start holding like. Uh, Captain Marvel's yes. back because they're like, oh, she's beating up a grandma, which I get, I get, but also, are they seeing the shit the grandma's doing? Like, I yes. think if I saw that, I'd be like, okay, something's up with this grandma. Like, this woman <laughs> needs to kill that grandma because that grandma's acting fucking crazy. I agree. I was like, yeah, you know that grandma's kind of doing some demonic shit right there. <laughs> like, I don't know if you should be saving her. Like- also, I mean this to be no insult to that actress who played that grandma. You could tell something was up the minute you looked at her. Like, what a good actress. Where, like, she smiled. I was like, okay, nothing, nothing good smiles like this. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck, Grandma? What? There was a movie called Legion that was released in the mid two thousands, where there was a grandma who was like possessed by the devil and like climbed on the walls. And I think it's the same actress because I was like, this woman looks. <laughs> there is something happening here. Wow, she's a very specific typecast. Yes. <laughs> Imagine her life just walking around normal. Yeah. Everybody's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's also oh, doing all her own stunts, by the way. It's the same. They hire her because she's the. She's in her eighties, but she has the body of a twenty-year-old. <laughs> And the mind of a 106-year-old. And the soul of a demon from hell, baby. God bless him. Also, I remember in the theater being really like, (gasps) whenever you find out that Phil Coulson is one of the scrolls. Oh. And it catches me every time. I always forget. That, that's like, um oh, yeah. is that sam samuel jackson's uh partner yeah or boss uh partner oh okay he in previous movies, in the car yeah exactly oh oh yeah okay okay i'm always like oh, they could be anywhere mm-hmm. am i one <laughs> <laughs> do i want to be one could you imagine if the, like this happened in real life and you'd be like oh my god you know, here's the other thing people love to believe they're the center of the universe like god bless yeah. my parents mm-hmm. they love to think terrorists are coming to like our small town in pennsylvania like like as though terrorists don't have anything better to do or like and more important targets my parents are like you never know where they're gonna be and i'm like uh, i know they're not gonna be here <laughs> initial places they're not gonna be you they're know if scrolls were real everybody would be like i think my husband's a scroll <laughs> Listen, my husband said something crazy the other day, and I'm positive he's a scroll. <laughs> he got on that when he got off that Ferris wheel at the county fair. He's a different person. I don't know what happened on the Ferris wheel. When he jumped off, landed on both feet at the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> when he jumped off that cliff from the Seven, top. God forbid the there's ever a terrace thing in your. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! You'll never. You'll never. 
finger uh, holy <laughs> crossing myself oh my god i hope never Oh my god. So, um, Talus disguises Fury's boss, Keller, orders Fury ah, to work yes. with Veers and keeps tabs on her. Using her extracted memories, Veers and Fury go to Project Pegasus, installation of the U.S. Air Force Base. They discover that Veers was a pilot presumed to have died in 1989 while testing an experimental light speed engine designed by Dr. Wendy Lawson whom Veers recognizes as the woman from her nightmares. Fury informs S.H.I.E.L.D. of their location and the team arrives. Fury realizes that Keller is Talos and helps Veers escape in a jet with Lawson's stolen cat, Goose. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. a couple things real quick. Mm -hmm. One, mm -hmm. Annette Benning is so good in this. Because mm -hmm. when she's like Dr. Wendy Lawson, she's so lovable and nice and like warm and, and I feel like, oh, I would trust her. Like, she's so cool. But then when she's playing herself as the supreme intelligence at the end with those mm. eyeballs. <gasps> yes. And she's mm -hmm. kind of like a little bit of like sassy and a little bit like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's like, yes, she feels like two fully different people. 100%. I... And she looks so good in that leather jacket. Oh, she looks so good. Oh, and that yeah. white hair. She's so hot yeah. in this. So that's the first mm -hmm. time I had ever seen her. I don't know her in anything else. She looks a little bit different in this than I think she has in, in most of her roles. But um, let's see what else she's in. Because she is good people. And and I will say, just like on that, like a side thing, when the realization with that, like, um, I, I can't think of the word. Oh, the setup, the setup where um, Captain Marvel is like, yeah, you need to ask like random questions about to the scrolls because their memory doesn't go that far. And then mm -hmm. when Samuel Jackson notices that um, he's like, wait, you just you didn't call me Fury. And then whenever he's like, yeah, when we met in Havana and then he figured it out, I was like, I loved that, that moment that I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Everybody calls him Fury. <laughs> <laughs> he just said it. Moments like, moments like that in movies are so fun when it's like, you're totally a part of like the figuring out of yes. whatever's happening. And you're like, <laughs> I'm smart too. If I were in this movie, I would have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have figured it out. I knew all along that cat was a little squid monster. <laughs> Cats don't walk like that. Cats don't walk like that. <laughs> that cat's too friendly. That cat they wouldn't was have been friendly. friends by this point. No way. <laughs> no, they got friends way too quick. <laughs> That is, that is something that I thought of for like Marvel watchers that I was like, oh, because I'm now after I read a bit about the ending um, after watching it. And it was talking about like Samuel Jackson's previous like role in it. And I was like, oh, man, that's got to be such a joyful thing to see. Like, I know fucking nothing about him. And yeah. <laughs> I'm sure so many Marvel people are like, yeah, that's why they call him Fury. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
to me, I'm like, oh, that's the same. I'm so excited, Marina. I'm so excited for you to one day, just like when you have nothing to do or like to just the time you're like, you know what I want to do? I want to watch the Marvel movies. You're going to shit your pants with how much Fury is in every single one of these movies. Oh you're going to shit your pants. You're going to be like, the guy with the cat? <laughs> The snakes on a plane guy is in all of these movies? Wow. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, God. So then, oh, there's also another moment here where, um, I don't know if it's interesting. But to your point, Miranda, he does turn on her and then, like, immediately turns back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He calls in to say, like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's in here. And then, like, within a couple seconds, is like, uh, actually, uh, whoopsie. <clears throat> Can you get me out of here? Hey, whoopsie, let's go together. <laughs> I don't bring you my cat. Bring me this cat that I love. <laughs> and I only eat toast and triangles. <laughs> also, so annoying. Nothing, one of my biggest pep, eh, I shouldn't say it's a big pet peeve, because like I have so many people who I love who are this way, um, so it's a minor pet peeve. When full adults like won't eat something because they're picky, I'm like, what are we doing? I feel the same <laughs> way. I'm like, I eat the triangle bread, my friend. <laughs> Come on. Eat that triangle bread. I feel this, it really, and then Kenny goes, Y'all, I only eat things that are purple. <laughs> no, no, shapes are fine. It's the time I don't eat between two and three p.m. because, you know, the witching hour. It was getting close to it, so I don't like to eat. Um, and you also won't let anybody you see eat either. You'll you'll hit things out of people's hands on the streets. <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep people safe. Okay. It's the witching hour. Witching hour. Witching hour. <laughs> Saving your life, sir. And that's two to three p.m. in all time zones. <laughs> Central yeah, exactly. Pacific Eastern. Exactly. So all day. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How funny. It's witching hour somewhere, babe. Okay. <laughs> somewhere. It's witching hour somewhere. And you also in your house, you have all instead of like it's five o'clock somewhere, you have it's witching hour somewhere everywhere. <laughs> So they then fly to Louisiana, hello, to meet former pilot Maria Rambo. The first oh, you person... should have seen my face. <laughs> I was like, this is shot in Louisiana? <laughs> now, can you confirm, are those, because sometimes they'll say like, oh, we're going to, like when they say they're going to Pennsylvania and then, mm-hmm. but it's shot in Georgia, I can tell because the trees are different. Could you yeah. say, was this actually Louisiana or was this like upstate California. It no, it definitely like, and I will be so sad if it's not shot in Louisiana. But it definitely, when the shot came, I was like, oh, this really does look like Louisiana trees. Yeah. And actually, I was so excited to tell you all about this because it goes in Louis. Sorry for the spoilers for the plot, but it, it's not actually a spoiler. It's her neighbor, <laughs> and it's, it's a big huge spoiler. <laughs> 
this is this is why I was on IMDb because I was looking it up and almost I would tell you almost every single movie or TV show that depicts Louisiana and tries to do a Louisiana accent is so bad. Like they do such a bad job. Yeah. But also it's because Louisiana accents are so versatile. So it's like mm-hmm. you'll go from like 10 miles to go to New Orleans is totally different. You go to like Cajun country, totally different. Where I'm from, totally different. And then and like Cajun accents are really hard to like pin down and the New Orleans accent. But this her neighbor answered the phone or, or like answer the phone, answered the door. And I was like, that dude's got to be from Louisiana. And if he's not, that's <laughs> a really good actor because yeah. he had a really good accent. It was not it was because I was like, oh, man, here we go. Some of these crazy Louisiana accents. Yeah. And it was really good. So kudos to oh, cool. Reggie, Reggie, um, something. I looked his name up to see where he was from. <laughs> it looked, if you're looking at it, it looked like Miranda was looking at the screen to say it. And then she just goes, and it's something else. I don't know. <laughs> I've always wanted to learn. I've always wanted to learn a Louisiana accent, but it feels like problematic for me to do so. You know what I mean? Like it feels like, Okay, the type of accent I want to learn. I don't know that white people what? have that accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but if it, they do, it just seems like, but I love, I love accents. I love, like, I feel like so much of, mm-hmm. so much of your history comes in the way you eat and the way you speak. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, so my, my family's super Cajun. So they have like a really strong Cajun accent. And even me coming from Baton Rouge and like, I would do my, my family's like Cajun accent for my dad. And I'd be like, ah, yes, I was going down and I was eating some gumbo. And then one time I did it, my dad goes, don't ever do that in front of your gammy. And I was like, wait, really? Really? And he was like, don't do that. (laughs) Because I was, because I butchered the accent so badly that he was like, that is offensive to all Cajuns. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> I think there's less pro well no, really Pittsburgh accent is a really hard one to do that people get really, really wrong because it's an accent that is only within like one area code. It's wild, but it's so strong. It's like Oh in- I didn't know there was a pit. Oh my god, it's in the front of the mouth. Your tongue is always touching the front of your teeth. They say they have certain words like uh uh, yins is a big one. They, they yins want to come down and tailgate. We're having huggies, pruggies, staggies, all out in the front tailgating. And it's so specific that you could only learn it if you were around it for like two decades. Is this, is this oh, um, um, Mayor of Easttown accent? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen Mayor of Easttown, but. <gasps> I don't know where it said. I can't remember. But they say huggies a lot in it. Huggies <laughs> are a big deal. Huggies are, it might be also, uh. So, like, Western Pennsylvania sort of has this accent, and then the more, like, uh, away from the city you get or, like, the younger you get, it comes out. And, like, sometimes I'll say, instead of saying shower, I'll say shower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or oh my God, I love it. And Andy Our... would be like, uh, what? you're saying shower <laughs> again. <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, we agreed if you said shower, I was going to divorce you. So, um, <laughs> you know, sort of get it together. <laughs> hello it's nia and trent from the trident networks tournament podcast we just wanted to pop in and tell you about the tourney pod 
where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with, with the, the most votes win. That's so... I love that. Uh, so they go to Louisiana. They meet pilot <laughs> Maria Rambo, um, who's the last person to see Veer. So essentially, like, her sister. Like, the way they tell it, they're like, oh, they were sister. Like, they lived yeah. together. They know... And the way mm-hmm. this cute little girl, I oh. love this little girl. The way she knows mm-hmm. everything about her and she yes. has these pictures. She's like, you told me this story about your kid and this is your relationship with your father. I was like, I don't even know if I know my husband's relationship. <laughs> like, oh my God, girl. I love her so much. It's so mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. And Devin, did you see WandaVision? Oh, of course. <gasps> yeah, of course. Is uh, she in WandaVision? Uh, so Miranda. She is. Oh my god. Spoiler alert. Oh my god. Um she plays a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So this character in the comics and then in the MCU grows up to become a superhero. <gasps> that also glows. So there's a line in this where he says, like, the only way you'll get to see Carol again is if you like, or the only way you'll go to space is like, or you can learn how to glow like your Aunt Carol, which she eventually does. And you meet Mm -hmm. her in WandaVision, and she's so good. The actress who plays her is so good. Oh, my God. Stunningly gorgeous. I mean, this movie is just, mm -hmm. the MCU is just beautiful people saving the world. That's all. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Which is the, all I ever want is to see action <laughs> fights, but also be a little turned on. I, exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 We're we're still talking about the scroll, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so they go to Louisiana. They meet Maria Rambo. It's also the actress who's playing Maria is so good. She's so like. It makes this movie have weight immediately because it's kind of like for the first half of it, while I love this movie, it is a little bit of like, oh, she kind of just doesn't know who she is. She's figuring it out. And then when she shows up in Maria, I'm like, oh, yeah, you left a whole life behind. And they're like Mm -hmm. seeing you for the first time. And like they've mourned her. Yeah. Thought she was Mm -hmm. dead. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. You thought someone was dead and then they showed up. Oh, my God. That's my dream to do a that to superhero. someone. <laughs> to do that to someone. <laughs> <laughs> what I love, Devin, I love you. Think about your funeral. <laughs> I'm in the back. Like, they have my funerals happening. I'm across the street with like a trench coat up and a hat and glasses, peering over an old newspaper, like. <sighs> But Devin, you you're too impatient. You come back within like a week, and you're like surprise. <laughs> you had no idea. I was hiding. Happy to see you. They're just kind of mad. <laughs> <laughs> they actually kill me. They get so upset that they actually yeah, kill me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they stab me to death with like a knitting needle or something. <laughs> 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 um so they go they meet maria rambo um they they sort of start getting the skinny they figure out what has happened or, or no for the first they meet maria rambo and these scrolls show up and 
they essentially say like you, everything you've ever believed is not real. We're the yeah. victims here. Yeah. And then they show her like the black box thing. You find out her whole thing. What did you, when you first watched this, uh, Kennedy, like when you actually first watched this and then Miranda today, <laughs> what did you think? Like, were you surprised? Did you have any idea this was coming? Did you see it coming? Like, how do we feel about this reveal? Um, the ver- Okay. So the very first time that I watched this movie uh, was early in my um, journey of discovering marijuana. And so I watched this movie high and like when I first started smoking weed, I couldn't process anything that was happening around me. So like when it got to that point in the movie, I think, yes, I was surprised because it was a twist, but also because I, I kind of barely understood what was happening at all in the entire movie. Um, <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> so I sort of was like, I don't know, the green guys were saving them now. I'm not sure who that is. I don't know who this is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. How about you, Miranda? Yeah. I, um, I was very surprised. Like, it was yeah. definitely, it was something that... Um, once it came about, I was like, oh, I it, it immediately made me sad for them that I was yeah. like, oh, dang, oh, my gosh. And he, actually, he's trying to eradicate all of these people. Like, yeah. this is horrible. Um, yeah, so I was quickly, I think that's when my first infatuation towards the scrolls began. And I was like, okay, <laughs> they're shapeshifters. They're okay. going to need help They're They're going to need help Yeah, baby. <laughs> and maybe I can be that person. <laughs> oh, when, when that guy finds his, like, so that's right. Child, like, you're like, what the, who the fuck is oh, so- Yeah, who the fuck? <laughs> who are these people on this ship? Yeah. Who are these people? Fuck that bitch. How what dare she? Have that I don't? Whatever. Fuck okay. her. Also, six that, years. That moment where she was like, and this is so, it was so good. This was, I really liked this and was, I thought it was really good. That moment where she's like, we've been up here for six years and we haven't messaged anybody because Marvell told us to not do it. Yeah. So we've just been like, like the idea of, that is heartbreaking and inspired. Mm-hmm. It's so, everything. The idea of like mm-hmm. we're in hiding, yes, potentially forever. We just don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I uh, well, yeah. yeah, and then it's like it makes you think like, did they ever have moments where it's like four years down the line they're like, okay, should we say something? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like one of the little teenagers is like. I'm gonna prank call. <laughs> bring, bring, bring. Earth, it's space. <laughs> I know. Is your fridge running? <laughs> Is your fridge running? Because I'm an alien from space. <laughs> I'm asking for a Mr. Butts, a Mr. Seymour Butts, an alien from space is calling. (laughs) Is Anita there? Anita alien from space. (laughs) I might start doing that in real life. That's funny. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So they figure out the the real bad guys are um, 
it's the home team has been the bad guy the whole time uh they go they find that the directions like lead them to space they convince maria to pilot and take them all to space to this badass little girl the little yeah. girl's like, don't miss out on this opportunity. I will become motherless. <laughs> like, literally, me with the yeah, Her mom is literally like, I could die. And her child is like, I don't give a shit. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> literally, her mom's like, either you die or you come back and you die from the regret. And I was like, wow, really powerful. That would not have been me. I would have been no. like, what the fuck are you doing? Stay yeah. here. <laughs> Who's going to take me to school tomorrow? I'm like super hungry right now. So. Oh, this little girl's better than dinner. all of us. Yes. <laughs> I will become motherless. <laughs> so then they go to space. They find these people hiding out. Um, They're all, all. It's very clear that like from the beginning well first of all they see that steam coming off of this coffee cup yes like, oh shit and then they all come out and was like oh my god i'm crying everybody's crying oh we also really quick uh i've I, that's something i've always wanted to do is walk into a room and be like oh the tv's still warm someone was just here i've always wanted to use that <laughs> method of deduction <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that it's the TV still warm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, go, you touch, you touch the TV and you go, this was just on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is so goddamn bad? <laughs> so, okay, so, so Kennedy, I have a question. So, let's say you go into your house and you have a suspicion that somebody was just there. What, walk us through your plan of like, okay, so okay, first we're well, So ideally, okay, so ideally, I'm just getting home. At first, I kind of don't notice that anything's off. I like throw my bag on the floor, I'm hanging up. I'm wearing a hat in the scenario. I took a hat off, I hang it. It's been raining outside. Um, <laughs> it's a little dark in the room. And then like, I sort of like look around and I'm like, wait, something seems something sort of strange why do i feel weird <laughs> i start walking around my living room just sort of noticing little things that i didn't put somewhere and then i and then eventually i make my way to the tv and i say <laughs> i place my hand on top of the tv <laughs> i i turn my head to the middle distance and i say still warm <laughs> and <laughs> And then at that point, whoever whoever is clearly in my apartment, someone's clearly like hiding behind like the shades or something, and they go, "Ah, oh, you got me." You could tell that the TV was still warm, and I go, "Get out of here!" Get <laughs> Better luck next time. And you ask you ask no, no questions no about them. No. Busted. <laughs> Good try, but next time. Yeah. Good try. Good try, but maybe next time try not watching all those Marvel movies on my TV. It's me. I'm in the like. Also, is this a funny bit? I've been trying to do this to my husband, but he's so over my bullshit. Where like anytime he says or does anything that disappoints me, I go. I haven't been able to test it. 
That's how I imagine I leave whenever you put, you're like, I caught you. I'm like, oh, yeah, next time I'll let you listen to a podcast. <laughs> oh. But yeah, they figure out these people are in this, uh, the um, spaceship. Also, like, Jude Law and his cronies, like, show up immediately. And oh, yeah. they mm-hmm. make her connect to the super intelligence, where here is where we have the big reveal of she realizes, oh, I've been fighting with one hand behind my back because I should be accessing my emotions. My emotions are what make me strong. I've been <sighs> listening to these duds over here who are trying to yes. like dull my mm-hmm. shine. And mm-hmm. literally. And then we have this badass fight scene. We find out mm-hmm. the cat is a squid monster, as you said. Yes. <laughs> How would a, what, what, what was your interaction with that? <laughs> With the squid monster? Yeah. When it will, what it kept making me laugh is they kept doing that. And then when that came out, I was like, what in the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, gave so many hints. I love the idea that I also love the idea because you haven't really seen, if you haven't seen any oh. other Marvel movies, you probably also haven't seen like any non humanoid people. So, like, when all of a sudden it's like a squid, like, <laughs> that they're all, I was like, well, what's hilarious about me is, yes, they gave so many hints that all these people are like, that's a Frankel or whatever they called it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's just the scrolls being scrolls. <laughs> and then, like, then whenever it came out, I was like, no, I'm the dumbass. They, they really <laughs> was like, I was Samuel Jackson. I'm like, that's just a normal cat. <laughs> yeah. Miranda, Miranda was like, oh, my God, scrolls, like they're hot as shit, but they're so fucking stupid. They they're, they're, about, they're scared of cats. They're so fucking stupid. They're so stupid. Get <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. And then we have this huge fight scene with um, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Marvel. She really becomes Captain Marvel. She's shooting all these people. Uh, that I don't give a damn about your reputation song is playing. Yes. She's beating mm-hmm. the hell out of these people like nothing. She's immediately like Superman. Oh yeah, and she's oh, cool. flying. Here's the thing: to me, just, she's sorry, cooler than sorry, Superman. Sorry, not to correct you, um, but I I don't think it's bad reputation. I do think it's just a girl. It is just a girl. <gasps> Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I misremember yeah. that almost every time. It's so good. It's just so fun. It's such, so it's good. so fun. And again, oh. like that—that's that, exactly the shit that like <laughs> that gets me because I was like, oh my god, there's a song where she's—they're saying she's just a girl, but but she's killing everybody. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's like awesome. I'm just a girl, jealous. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at me go. Ugh. Sorry, I keep moving the camera around because I I my phone I put my phone on the charger. <laughs> So like, <laughs> my face is fully in the camera like <laughs> um <clears throat> so she's fighting all these people on this spaceship they also take the fight to earth maria is like a badass uh what do you call it a pilot yes mm-hmm. or or like fighter pilot yeah plane bus driver that's, that's my level of reference. The only person I've ever seen operate a vehicle is a bus driver. So I'm like, oh, bus drivers, but for submarines. But for <laughs> I, I had this Uber and this bus driver for a car came up. And... <laughs> uh, 
I love this scene. I love her flying through space. I think her powers are so cool to look at. They're like really beautiful. It's like something. I mean, sometimes whenever they do powers in superhero movies, they always kind of like look like one shape. Yeah. It's always kind of like fire mm-hmm. or lightning, like something we've seen. And this felt like something brand new that I had, like eye beams or something. This felt so mm-hmm. cool to me. It sounded like it would make a noise like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had noise. Like they they gave it a noise, yeah. but in my brain, I was like, "What was um?" <laughs> what was the what's the like really famous in the dubstep? Like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a super cut on YouTube. It's like, oh my god, and then it's and it's losing her power. What? Okay, when she was every flying time... through space. Oh, sorry. What, Kennedy? Oh, she's gonna say every time she's about to use her powers, it, it says, "Let the beat drop." <laughs> 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 Uh, featured by DJ Polly D. <laughs> but it was so funny when she's like flying through space and there's that moment where she stops all of the freaking like rockets that are about to destroy Earth and she stops it and she looks right at those the bad guys in there. That was like there was a moment where they both looked at each other. And I was like, is this supposed to be in the movie? Because they looked at each other and they just kind of were like, hmm? And it was very like, what? And then they looked back, like looked back at each other. And then he was like, I want that woman. I was like, and then, it, and then there's nothing else from them. And I'm like, wait, was that necessary? Okay. I'm going to throw you, I'm going <gasps> to... I'm going to throw oh you God. an even bigger curveball. Oh, my God. Here's that that feeling that you have. Amplify <laughs> it by 10. Because oh the man who's the bad guy, the one who says, like, I'm coming back for the weapon. Yeah. He is a villain <laughs> in Guardians of the Galaxy. But mm-hmm. he dies in Guardians of the Galaxy. So when they say that, he's like, I'm coming back for her. I was like, but you don't. Like- Oh, I was like, you just yeah. are gonna die instead. <laughs> it would be one thing if you were still alive and you were like, oh, they're gonna have a show off later. But, but the, at the time you watch the movie, you know he's not coming back. It's like the emptiest threat I've ever heard in my life. He was like, I'm coming back to get you, and I'm like, okay, when in the afterlife? It'd be. It'd be weird though if, like, in that moment, he just was like, "Well, let's get out of here." You know? <laughs> Wait, that is true. That is true. He's like, "Well, I guess I'm defeated." Anyways, <laughs> or maybe it's a subplot of the guy behind him, and they're like, the writers are like, "We're gonna make something about that guy hearing the other guy go, I'm gonna get that woman.'" Yeah. <laughs> It's just his employee being like, my boss needed that woman, and he's dead. But I'm I'm still going. (laughs) Uh, 
God. Then right before we wrap up, any final thoughts on this this last fight scene? I mean, it feels like a long time, but it might also be like, it's like one of those things where like, it feels like it could be half the movie, but it also could be five minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Well, I guess the, the last thing, the last time that they got me, uh, with with feminism is when uh, Jude Law and uh, Captain Marvel are fighting, and he's like yelling. He's like, "You have to prove this to me!" And she just like is oh, sort yeah. of looking at him like he's here, and then like blasts him. And I'm like, "Yeah, oh my!" Because I think the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh man, yeah, this is this gonna be the time when she's like proves that she can do it." And then she's just like, "No, I'm sort of an all powerful being. Why would I even? Why would I fist fight you? <laughs> That's yeah. psychotic. No. Yes. <laughs> why would I fist fight you? And you've been lying to me for." like six years now yeah you don't deserve any of this yeah. also so yeah, once and- a- go ahead kennedy i was just gonna say i took it very much to mean like i mean like a you know she didn't have anything to prove to him but also you shouldn't be like as a larger message like you shouldn't be like afraid to use like all this power that you have even if it like intimidates other people like if other people are saying that's not fair like that's stupid. It's, you have that, you have that yeah. power, and you yeah. should just be able to use it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, the two messages from this movie that I really, really like, and the ones I think that, that really piss off the incels, are, one, mm-hmm. that her emotions are her strength. That, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. her intuition and the way she feels, and, like, her being pissed off about something is, well, first of all, every right. Um, but mm-hmm. then, the to your, what you're, exactly what you're saying is, like, in movies so often you feel like, oh, I have to prove myself, like, I'm gonna, like, I think if this movie had been released 10 years ago, there would potentially be, like, okay, she does it, and then she, like, she doesn't use her powers and she still beats him, but the message of, like, what do I have to prove, why? Because, like, some Mm -hmm. dude Mm -hmm. says, like, bring yourself down to my level so I can beat you, I'm like, under no, eat shit and die, and also also whenever he reaches up her hand like when she reaches her hand out to him just to like drag him through the dirt i thought that was so funny oh that was (laughs) it was like drag his ass to hell (laughs) it was incredibly petty of her and i love it i love petty people don't Mm -hmm. justify like people michelle obama says when they go low we go high I say, when they go low, throw marbles on the street so they slip like home alone. (laughs) (laughs) When they go low, flood the bottom streets. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so Danvers overpowers Yonrog and sends him to Hollow with a message warning the Supreme Intelligence that she's coming for her ass. She then departs to help the scrolls find a new home world, leaving Fury with a modified pager to contact her in an extreme emergency. Fury drafts, which by the way, Miranda, if you've seen Infinity Wars, you know when they all snap and they disappear? Yeah. And then at the end of the movie where he pulls out that pager and he pages somebody, he's paging <gasps> Captain Marvel, who at the oh time God. of that release, this movie yeah. had not been released. So it was <gasps> like, the next movie is going to be Captain Marvel. Oh my God. Whoa. Oh, mm-hmm. so that was like a little clue to all. So that is what I will say. It's like, I totally understand the hype of the Marvel things because honestly, these writers are, they, they know what they're doing. They're, it's all these little Mickey Mouses hidden around mm-hmm. and being like, 
<laughs> Look at this. He, he did the pager. And then everybody's like, there's going to be a series? Yeah, yeah, for real. And I'm one of them. I'm like, oh, my God, what does it mean? I have a whiteboard with, like, strings and Venn diagrams. Marvel, Marvel comes out and they're like, we have the sixth version of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? I'm the only one left who has a thin Spider-Man. <laughs> oh also a little tidbit is that um in the comics scrolls are uh like they're they're portrayed as like villains pretty often in the comics without the like flip of them being actually like refugees so like captain marvel this movie took that in a different direction. Which is yeah. Cool. Which also is inter- so. Here's another thing I know from being like a Marvel maniac. Um, I know they're going to release a series with Nick Fury called uh, Secret Invasion about the Scrolls because they're in the comic books. There's a series where the Scrolls, because they're villains in the comics, they like invade Earth, but you don't know. And the whole comic is like revealing like oh my god that person was a scroll this whole time like i had no idea i'm interested in how they're mm-hmm. gonna do it because they're like ref- you're put they're now refugees you're... in this in this uh mm-hmm. one so like how are they gonna be villain I'm like that's not gonna go over well that's so true yeah because now the the viewpoint everybody's like wait did you just you made us care for those refugees and now we have to hate them they don't have a home yeah like, i'm on their the side fuck? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> why did you why did you make me sexually attracted to them and now i have to hate them <laughs> why did i father 10 of their children <laughs> if they were just bad the whole time <laughs> what the heck then what was i doing yeah. fucking all of them <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is they turn into people and and then you're thinking you're having sex with regular people and they go around the whole world they do that even the ladies the ladies like turn into men and then they like, impregnate everybody and then when they give birth, their scrolls when they give birth you're like oh my god i had no idea because harry Imagine styles that. harry styles gave me a alien a baby scroll baby imagine that an alien baby comes out of you and you're like Okay. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Like, okay, I knew it like, had to be way too good to be true that I was fucking Harry Styles, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I was the worst possible option because I have a alien baby now. Alien baby. Alien baby with no hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an, a refugee alien baby? What the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm not equipped. I'm not equipped to handle the to raise this child. This is not a watermelon sugar high. <laughs> you know how like when if if you adopt a child who is who is of a different race than your family, it's encouraged to like, okay, you need to seek out their community so they, they have people they can talk to and relate to about things that potentially you can't. You imagine all of these people like having like alien baby group hangs. Like, like, like trying to figure out, like, okay, so, um, so and so told me that actually they eat people as part of. So that's been very difficult for us to navigate, and um, 
<laughs> I just haven't experienced that as uh, in my yeah. background. In my background, I'm not saying I it's bad or wrong. I'm just saying it's different. I'm not saying Justin. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. No, 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 They're all in Australia. No, 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 absolutely no, no. No. <laughs> so all in all what do we think of this movie oh here's the question we ask um, okay compared to other movies not compared to marvel movies but movies in general on a scale of one to ten what do we give what do you give this film and be honest don't feel the need to like you know blow it up for no reason or shit on it for no reason but mm-hmm. okay okay i feel like a solid i feel like a solid seven like i had a great time yeah um and like i wouldn't i wouldn't like classify it as one of like my favorite movies ever but i i enjoy the whole time i think it's fun i think it's a fun twist and a good message Mm. i i was gonna give it like a i was gonna say a six okay like a like what you're saying that in the beginning i was like "Mm, this is a bit too they're they're too friendly too quickly (laughs) (laughs) a lot of things got solved within a couple seconds but (laughs) but it it did have towards the end i was like okay so i'm into this world i really like that she's a woman fighting so yeah so like what you're saying it was like it, it can't live up to Ant Man, but you know what can? <laughs> Nothing can. Absolutely. Nothing can. It, go, it goes like Ant Man, <laughs> Citizen Kane. <laughs> um, I like this movie a lot. I think a lot of people hate on this movie unnecessarily. Um, there are some parts that are like a little bit like, uh, okay. Um, but because of the back flipping grandma, it gets a ten out of ten for me, baby. Ooh, <laughs> oh, right to ten wow. out of ten. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, so then another <laughs> question we like to it. ask: she, she, and she. I hope she got paid more than anybody else in this movie. Um, <laughs> so the, the next thing we have, and I have an additional fun thing for this, or like an additional. Um, well, I like to pull up the Rotten Tomatoes of. Uh, Captain Marvel and I'm going to ask you to guess on a scale of one because you know Rotten Tomatoes does one to 100 what do you think critics gave Mm -hmm. this film and then what do you think audiences gave this film ooh okay okay and then we'll reveal Um, I would I would guess that critics gave it like a it's out of 100 you said it's out of 100 okay I would say it was probably around like 55 Okay. Oh, yeah. I would. I would say and the same then, range. Yeah, amazing. Okay. And then I would say audiences. Audiences maybe were like around like sixty-eight. Mm. Okay, Miranda, do you agree with audiences? I mean, same too. Just by like what you were saying, by um, how people reacted. What did you keep saying to people in the basement? How they kept <laughs> reacting. <laughs> so i would say it's like something that like generally they were like oh it had all those like little clues that you marvel people really love yeah and then i sound Mm -hmm. so disconnected i'm like had all those clues you marvel people loved (laughs) (laughs) you people and your clues (laughs) but it's like what you said that it's not everyone's favorite and so so uh, uh, critics gave this movie a 79 percent 
Whoa. Which is very okay. high. Okay. And then, Ani, and then this is where the plot thickens. Because we, <gasps> we did Black Panther yesterday, and I have thoughts. I'm going to tie it into this. Audiences okay. gave this movie a 45%, <gasps> which is abysmal. What? So when we did Black Panther yesterday, which is arguably a perfect film. It is perfect. Mm-hmm. Critics gave it like a 96 or something. And then audiences, and this is important to know because Rotten Tomato, anybody can vote. Audiences gave it like a 79%, which is a lot lower than some of the other duds we've seen. So then I pulled up, because I'm doing my investigative <gasps> research, because oh I'm, going, I'm going to say, of course. I, I mm-hmm. think there's a, a little bit of sexism and a little bit of racism in these scores. Because I, uh-huh. I pulled the up two cinemas, minorities. right? <laughs> uh, and the first one's focus. So of course, everybody's like, Wait, no more, please. What about <laughs> us? So I pulled up <laughs> cinema score which is this tool that apparently they use in Hollywood. Right? I don't know. But I have heard that it's a bit, it's, I follow this, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, this film critic who talks about, like, oh, we always reference this score because essentially what they do, while any fan can go onto Rotten Tomatoes and, like, boost up the score if you really liked it or, like, shit, like, fans can kind of bomb a movie if they really hated it or if it wasn't what they were looking for, even if it's a great movie. Um, for instance, mm-hmm. The Eternals got horrible reviews from critics like it was really really bad but the marvel fans loved it or like wanted it to do well so they like went on they gave it all these like 10 out of 10 (sighs) reviews even though the film's not a 10 out of 10 okay so cinema score actually goes to movie theaters and gives people like as they're coming out of the movie and like grades it and they go all around the country and they do it so it's a much more fair thing so Mm. then i pulled up cinema score really cool i love it because it then it like gives you the real consensus so Cinema mm-hmm. Score mm-hmm. for Captain Marvel is, and it's like an A through F score, and it's an A. It received like the second oh. highest score. So audiences actually liked this movie, despite what like incels on the internet who are trying to <laughs> review bomb it said. And then right. uh, Black Panther received an A plus Cinema oh. Score. Yeah. Oh my God. Which there are like 25 movies in the history of film that have received an A plus cinema score. Holy shit. I say all that to say, fuck these people who are reviewing these movies because this is a good, decent Mm -hmm. movie. (laughs) This is a good, decent movie. It's a a good, decent movie. I review bomb it. <laughs> the only bad part was all the women in it. <laughs> and they review and here's the other thing, and I remember reading about this, but I was like, it can't be that serious of a review bomb. I remember re- review a lot of people review bomb this because what's her name? Oh my god, Brie, Brie. Larson is an is a vocal advocate for like wo- like quote woke issues. So then they were like, we don't want to know this in our Marvel movies. But oh people love this movie, God. and it made a billion dollars. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's how you love it. I know. Sorry to go on that rant, but we, we literally did um, Black Panther last night, and I was like, there's no way this is true. And then when I looked at a 47%, I my blood started to boil. So then I was Crazy. like, let me look at yeah. this. Last but not least, we like mm-hmm. to ask some fun, two fun questions. We've boiled them down to two. We've kept the ones that work. Mm-hmm. If you could replace anybody in this movie with Rosie O'Donnell and Danny DeVito, who would it be? Oh my I'll god, go oh my first god. To give you some okay. time. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. One. I am absolutely one million percent going to replace the black or the back flipping grandma. 
with Danny yeah. DeVito. Oh yeah, I love that. I and yeah, dressed as a grandma. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm I think gonna. I'm on board for that. Right. And I want Rosie O'Donnell to be the super intelligence, the supreme intelligence, who she sees. <laughs> She, and I want her to yeah. speak in full rosy New York rosy accent. <laughs> those are my Oh tips. my God. Okay. I think those are perfect choices. Those really are perfect. Mine are all just um, me being fucked up and thinking it's funny. And they're <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to replace um, Rambo's daughter with Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I just like wanted to be Danny DeVito, like yeah. and Carol. She's like, hey, she's like Carol. <laughs> I can take care of myself. I can take care of myself. And the neighbor, the the Cajun neighbor, is Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I'm doing a Cajun accent. Because yeah. <laughs> you know she would not be good at it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. I here. Here's what I got. Um. <laughs> Danny DeVito is replacing Jude Law. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Keep your emotions together. <laughs> and uh, Rosie O'Donnell is replacing the um, the head scroll guy. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a yeah, light spraying of green paint. No prosthetics, <laughs> no ears, no bald cap. Just a light spray. Exactly. Exactly, girl. <laughs> and then, last but not least, who in this... in a poor Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, like, when you get green face paint from, like, Party City? It, like, yes. It immediately washes off. You immediately sweat it off. And it's like... Thinner in parts and really globby in parts and like sticks to your dry skin patches. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> then last but not least, um, who in this film, and this can be genderless, but who in this film has hot dad energy? Mm. I'll, once again, I'll go first to give you some time to think. I'm split between two. Um I want part of me wants to say Jude Law, but I do just think that's because I think he's attractive in this, and I don't think he has really hot mm -hmm. dad dad energy. energy. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. one who gives me hot dad energy the most is um, I want to say Maria Rambo because mm -hmm. she is like mm -hmm. a little bit stoic, but she's authentic, and she's like super badass but also is like i just something about her is like oh dream yeah. boat mm -hmm. but also would take care of you Ooh, mm -hmm. yes yes because she i think especially i agree with you and I, I think especially that the speech she gives to carol when um she's like when carol's like this must be hard for you and she's like this part no no that's yes not you know what's yeah. hard that whole speech hot dad energy Oh, and she's yeah. always like covered in motor oil and she's got like tools on her at all times. She's so hot. Yep. Mm -hmm. And her kid wants to be her. Her kid wants to be yeah. her. Either be her or be motherless. 
I'm going to be proud of you or nothing. <laughs> and by the way, something I learned doing or when we were preparing for the, like something I figured out right before we signed on is that that actress actually had to replace somebody who was previously cast like last minute, like two, oh, days, really? before, two days before filming, there was a scheduling conflict with the previous actress. She was, uh, I recognize her face, but she's in a movie. She's in a series on Netflix that I don't watch. Um, and so the fact that she like in two days or something like learned this, she's so good. Wow, that's huge. Oh, cool. I and mean, being so young. Oh, God. I love that. Who's hot dad energy for you, Miranda? Oh, I agree with um, with the mom. Right. I agree. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, mm-hmm. of course I could say the the scroll dad, but then that would be a dead giveaway <laughs> because I've already <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and something that you've been telling with your eyes is his, him being a dad is the least attractive thing about him to you. It is. Exactly. <laughs> it's not even what I'm attracted to. You're like, get this kid out of here. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Once like, I found out he had a family, I was like, oh, well, Bummer. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. Uh, well, thank you both so much for being here. Aw, thank you. You have a fun time. All right, I'm going to turn the recording off. I always off. have so much fun. <laughs> I'm going to turn the recording off right now. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is the Trident network.com and also don't forget to follow disney adult on instagram at at disney.adult.podcast